Hello everyone, it's Molly here from Your Future Forward and I'm so excited to bring you this brand new series called The Apprentice Diaries. It's completely dedicated to apprentices in celebration of National Apprenticeship Week and it's full of conversations with loads of different guests from top firms and top companies to give you an insight into what it's really like to be an apprentice. Don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you do enjoy them. That would really help us reach more people and help more people that are considering apprenticeships. So it's massively appreciated from our side. But for now, enjoy the episode. In this episode, I am joined by Harry from Deloitte, who is a analyst apprentice. Um, so Harry, thank you for coming on the podcast. If you'd love to tell us a bit about yourself, that would be amazing. Yeah, thanks, Molly. So my name is Harry. I'm a second year apprentice at Deloitte. I mainly work in uh, user research and user design. Lovely stuff. So is that kind of the team that you're based in? I'm guessing the course that you're studying, is it a degree apprentice and is it in... Yeah, what's that kind of in qualification wise? Yeah, so the degree itself is a bachelor's degree in digital and technological solutions. So it's kind of, it's got different pathways. So I'm on the technology consultant pathway. Um, so in terms of sitting within teams in Deloitte, it's quite broad. So when you're on an apprenticeship scheme, it's like you might move between teams because they want you to kind of get an experience of all different fields. Yeah. But right now, mainly sitting in design. Okay, that's cool. So how long, you mentioned you was in your second year, how long is the apprenticeship in total and when will you qualify? Yeah, so the apprenticeship in terms of the degree part, that's about three years and I think we have an extra year which is when you kind of have some time to go for your promotions and kind of get um, ah. any kind of additional learning and stuff out of the way as well. Oh, that's cool. I think that's the first time I've kind of heard of that, you know, like the extra time afterwards to kind of sort things out a bit, um, which is cool. Um, I think that's a really cool part of Deloitte and it shows how they're kind of invested in their apprentices, I guess. So what are the opportunities afterwards then? Because you said promotions, is it likely that you'll stay on at Deloitte? From what I've had so far, the kind of experience I've had, I'm really happy within the firm. Like the because Deloitte is such a broad company, it kind of provides opportunities that aren't just specifically, you know, being a developer. You don't have to kind of sit within certain areas. They're really open to you to go and explore other areas. Yeah. So when I joined, I was pretty adamant on being a developer. I look back on that now and I was thinking, what was I thinking? <laughs> um, but basically they've let me be able to explore specifically in areas of design and that's my focus right now and I'm really kind of in terms of where I want to go I think that's where I want to say, stay really within user yeah. space research etc yeah that's really cool that you get that flexibility to just kind of figure out what you like I guess and I think that's you know what the whole apprentice apprenticeship scheme is about and it's an amazing opportunity to do that for young people um the only reason I ask is because from where I come from, from Google, from the outset, they kind of said, there's no guaranteed jobs, like we don't really take anyone on. Although that has kind of changed this year, a few apprentices have stayed on in the entry level sales roles. Um, but yeah, is that kind of part of the apprenticeship scheme, then I guess you get taken on, is it likely that that will happen? So in terms of staying on, uh, Deloitte 
basically guarantees your job from when you kind of start at a firm to the end of your apprenticeship and if you want to carry on it kind of doesn't have a specific cutoff point it's not uh, ending in terms of that contract you yeah. the base contract is four years but you are basically guaranteed a job at the end of it because you basically worked for the firm in yeah. of different areas in that time Ah, oh, that's so cool. And that's, I guess that's good to know from your point of view as well. Like that security is there, especially in a time yeah. like this. Yeah, especially in COVID. Um, <laughs> but I guess going right back to just Deloitte in general, because I know what it is and I've been in the working world. But if I think back to when I was like 16, 18 in sick form, never heard of them. I don't know if that's just because I was stuck up in the Midlands and they're kind of, you know, really big in London. But um yeah, what is Deloitte for someone listening that has no idea that what we're going on about? <laughs> Even from a person that's worked here for years, it's always such a hard question to answer. But yeah, Deloitte is so big, I imagine. It's huge, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's a massive like multinational firm. There's all different lines. So kind of traditionally Deloitte was seen more with accountancy and kind of doing a lot of uh, financial work for businesses, but it's basically regarded as like a professional services firms so we don't basically build things generally for ourselves so like we don't provide software maybe like google or things mm -hmm. like that we would generally support other businesses with that so we have clients generally that we work for and we help support uh so me personally i sit within consultancy so consultancy is just um one part of the like, like i said there's loads of different parts but basically consulting is the act of like helping a business with certain projects certain transformations and helping them kind of whether that's financial consultancy any kind of support that they would need or advice from like professionals or people who are like expertise in that I yeah. specifically sit in the technology consultancy so I can't really speak more on like all the different areas but yeah mm -hmm. so we offer a lot of um, tech transformations tech projects and things like that Cool, very cool. And I think the tech space is a great space to be in at this point in time and at the start of your career. I think it's a really interesting and growing industry that is kind of, yeah, it guarantees a lot of good things and it's always growing. And yeah, I think it's good consideration for young people. So if you haven't heard of Deloitte, definitely research them and, you know, don't disregard them just because you don't recognize them or anything like that. I think they're a great firm and um, yeah, do a lot of great things. But for you personally, what drew you there? How did you find out about it? Was it through research? Did you know anyone working there? So I think my journey into Deloitte, if you would, kind of doesn't even begin with the company itself. It more comes from the big four firms. So yeah. I, so Deloitte is considered part of like the big four, which is like the professional services. And the first time I ever heard of them was probably when I was like 15 because my sister actually wow. works for KPMG which oh, was amazing a, a <laughs> so she worked she worked in that space and she told me a bit about consultancy and kind of um the work that she was doing so um I actually did some work experience with her at KPMG kind of wow. uh, got to understand what a professional services company actually does and then so that's kind of when I first kind of heard of them how I first kind of got about that and um so yeah did some more research into it after kind of all the different ones the, um, when I first in my work experience I didn't really do technology at the time but I found out that they offered tech and I was really interested in that um, so yeah was pretty adamant on going into that space there <laughs> yeah that's so interesting because 
from a few of these conversations that I've had with people and just generally what I've picked up from my time at Google, people are so powerful and, you know, like the people that you know kind of bring a lot of opportunities and the fact that you had your sister there to kind of explain this whole thing to you when you were 15, that's crazy. And I know as a 15 year old, oh yeah, I just, I would have had no idea. So I think I really hope episodes like this, this is what this podcast is for, you know, to kind of educate people that would have no idea, that don't have anyone around them. Um, And just because, yeah, your sister doesn't work at one of the big fours like you, Harry, I don't think it means that, you know, those options aren't out there because I think everything's still a possibility. And, you know, I'm sure you did a lot of hard work alongside that with the work experience, research into your application and stuff like that, that got you into a company like Deloitte as well. So yeah, it's an amazing, um, amazing stories kind of hear about. And I think for people listening as well, they might not be your sister, but I'm sure there's someone, you know, you know, talk around, talk to your parents' families and uh, your parents' friends. And yeah, there's always kind of someone that you might know that kind of knows someone everyone knows someone <laughs> feel yeah, like I'm going I on mean, a bit of a rant there but I just really wanted no. to get that across yeah I think you're 100% right I think the network that you build from whenever you may not even see it as your network but kind of the people that you meet like they can really provide you like with such val- like valuable advice like really interesting knowledge of things that like you may not know about like even within the firm like the people that I've met throughout my time like I use that network just to be like hey hey, I don't know much about maybe this part of like design. Could you maybe explain that to me? And yeah, and that can be seen in like kind of the wider world. So, you know, if you want to learn more about kind of different companies, different opportunities that companies provide, simply using maybe a platform like LinkedIn, connecting with people and kind of talking to them. Like people are really open to like give advice uh, than you would think. Yeah, way more. Like I was surprised in the past when I've reached out to people, people are happy to speak to you. And if they don't, if they say no, it's more often than not because they don't have time, not because they don't want to. So kind of shoot your shot and give it a go. And, you know, the worst thing that they can say is no. So completely agree with that advice. And I think it's a really important point to raise. Um, But I guess going back to Deloitte and your apprenticeship, what was the application process like? How long did that take? Um, For apprenticeships, usually it's like the assessment centre days and then, um, yeah, you get pulled in and matched up to different teams and stuff like that. Was that a similar experience for you? Yeah, so the apprenticeship process... Oh, I'm trying to remember now because it's about two years ago. So long ago. ago. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, the process... Uh, started for me I think it was around October and I got my offer around February so it was probably about four months not consistently doing stuff but um, kind of over time you kind of Mm -hmm. had to do certain tasks so it kind of started off with like a general application so that's when you just provide you know information about yourself kind of the subjects you're studying any basic information for that yeah and just on that were there any requirements like did you need any certain grades or was it just kind of yeah (laughs) yeah thinking back to it now I think you needed I it uses number grades now so I think you needed a grade five in maths and a grade six in English I think that's how it converts now yeah Um, but that was the only requirement basically you didn't have to do any specific subjects basically um so yeah you provided your grades for that your predicted grades and stuff and then the next step was a virtual assessment so it was kind of like just general business questions so you'd be set a scenario and then you just had to answer some questions about that that might require some calculations so if you do maths it's quite helpful um 
so you went through that process you submitted that that maybe took a couple of weeks to get marks back and then after that it was like a video assessment so it was kind of like um, a couple of tasks that they set you and you had to just record yourself answering some questions kind of responding to it um you had a little bit of time to prep but it was very much on the spot so it's probably seeing yeah. how you respond to think, doing things under pressure and then um, finally, after that, if you've got through that, then it was like the actual interview itself. And that was an assessment day. Um, and on that assessment day, you basically have a group activity to start off with. It might be something like, I'll um, come up with an idea and present it in like 10 minutes and then people would observe it. I think that's very similar to a lot of companies. Yeah. And then you present it back, they make notes about that and then you have your interview after. And then after that, a couple of weeks, you get your kind of uh, results I guess yeah. so, and then you got yeah. in <laughs> yeah I was very surprised <laughs> <laughs> how many people did they take on do you know or how how competitive was it how many people actually applied oh um I really couldn't tell you to be honest I a lot of people in my school did apply really um, see yeah, that's because... interesting actually can I just I want to ask a question about that because my school um, although I had quite a supportive network around finding out about apprenticeships, my school in general didn't really advertise them that much. There weren't many events like careers fairs around apprenticeships. So it's really, and I don't know many people from my school that do apprenticeships. Um, despite one of the guests actually from GSK in this series, she was from my old school. Uh, so I probably sound like a bit of a hypocrite, but other than that, there wasn't many. So yeah, how was that experience in the school when everyone was kind of deciding what to do for you? Yeah, so I went to a school called Ada. It was a computer science school in um, North London. Wow, and it was okay. like So it was basically a school that was started up back in like 2015 with the focus on computer science, but industry-focused education. So it's open in partnership with um, Deloitte, a couple of other companies like that, wow. UI. Um, kind of a range of different companies. I think Google um, helped start up as well. So um, it had a lot of backing from that. And that was because um, they run their degree apprenticeship programs so they run the university side actually so wow, my okay. sixth one does my university yeah so, so you're kind of still with them yeah so I'm still kind of on my journey with them but um, so when we were kind of coming to the decision going back to year 13 when I was kind of deciding what was uh, I wanted to do um, they were really supportive in the sense that like, because they were all kind of working with the industry partners, they had a really good idea on when the apprenticeships are opening. Yeah, um, of kind of top tips for, for like interviews, kind of what you should expect from the process. And I'm really thankful for that because yeah. uh, the careers advisor was able to like, just give me such useful insight and like help me so much with that process. And yeah. um, they, they even provided us with like a mentor that was basically able to also help me with that process oh my too. gosh what like a mentor from the professional industry yeah so my mentor was from Salesforce uh, which is wow. one of the industry partners yeah. and um, I'm really thankful for her as well because when I was uh, writing my CV and kind of my projects that I'd done and things like that she would help me so much because she'd go through it she'd give me advice from her experience and she was really able to help me uh, I think yeah. maybe get the job <laughs> yeah I think a mentor is so important and it's kind of hard to know I think 
mentor sounds really formal but in terms of just people you can kind of have uh, yeah informal mentors that you probably don't realize are actually mentoring you um but they're, they're a huge part of I guess just early career stages or career journeys in general um but that is that is such an interesting story because I've never heard of anything like that um what made you join the school in the first place because you said it was founded in 2015 that in my head I'm like wow that sounds really brave and risky I don't even know if I could do that <laughs> yeah um so I believe I it was 2015 2016 I think they maybe took their first intake but my um so I went to school in Essex so it wasn't too far away from kind of the area that the school was basically um taking on students so when I was looking for a sick form I had like a couple of schools that I had in mind and I was speaking with my careers advisor and she was really supportive as well back in my secondary school because she was really active in like going out trying to find the latest kind of schemes schools that's open so and good. opportunities so yeah um so she found um Ada the sick form basically um through kind of connections and was able to find like um it and was able to kind of sell me on it basically so she uh sat me down in a meeting she's like have you heard of this school and she basically explained me the whole concept of the school uh that is industry focused and how it can kind of help with your like your education your career kind of developing your skills and stuff and I just heard what she said and I was like that sounds really interesting let me just go out yeah. and research into it I looked into the school and I I was like it is risky that was one of the thoughts when I first applied I was like you know it, it's it just opened in 2015 there was no reports yet on it so far there wasn't much academic publishing because it hadn't even had its first intake go through the whole discipline yeah. but I just thought that it was just an opportunity that I had to take and I'm really thankful I did. Yeah I mean it sounds like it's turned out obviously really well for you and I think you know in yourself don't you, you have gut feelings whether something's right or wrong there's all these different factors and influences but I think you know in yourself whether something feels right or not um that's a really interesting story I'm so glad we kind of got that got that out of you um yeah I've never heard anything like that and it sounds like it's really helped you kind of get to where you are today um I'm trying to yeah so just to go back what we were talking about before I forget to and I carry on with another question how many people uh, did Deloitte intake um within your year of cohort of apprentices so within our year because quite a lot of people did apply because it was um kind of very much encouraged to try and apply I think maybe around 12 people from my year was um intake was the intake um but in terms of wider Deloitte as well I think there's maybe over a hundred apprentices in consulting I'm not 100% wow, on the okay that's so a really large group well. yeah <laughs> what do you think about that culture like are you close with a lot of the apprentices is that that support network there where you can kind of talk to each other or do you not actually socialize that much <laughs> how does it work inside so because there's so many different sections of the Deloitte like I said I think um to kind of keep up with them and keep up with every single like individual service line as we call it apprentice it can be quite difficult um but within your service line you always have like a number of people that you can rely on so in my service line which is the technology Deloitte Digital there's about well there's eight apprentices in my year I believe and then there's more in the year above and we have like a chat that we can always rely on to speak to each other so you can speak with people from your year you can speak with people from second third yeah. fourth um, that's any so kind good. Of 
yeah it's really great because um not only do you have your network of people that you've met um from your induction kind of from your experience with going through the apprenticeship with them and they've been really useful as like um a support network when mm-hmm. i have any problems or just need a friend to speak to but you also have like the people who are more experienced so people who have gone through the apprenticeship journey and they're more than happy to help you with you know your essays like giving you some advice on that and um we have to do like things like reflective statements um just basically summarizing what we've done in our time yeah. as an apprenticeship and like they're more than happy to help review that with us too oh that sounds great it sounds like a really great network and really useful like you said with a lot of different people at different stages I guess um and kind of outside of the apprentice network what is the general culture like what has your experience been with Deloitte so far and especially I guess transitioning to working from home how's that been yeah, so I'd say my experience with Deloitte has been interesting to say the least from the first year. Um, so probably about six months in, that was when we had to start transferring to working from home. Um, but even though it was like a big change, I'd say that like my experience hasn't been like affected negatively. Mm-hmm. Like um, you know, in your kind of like career or kind of things you do, you're gonna have to get used to things like this and you know unprecedented things happen um all the time so you know kind of getting used to that like my first kind of couple of years at Deloitte have kind of been really enjoyable because like going through this time I've been able to have like the network of people it doesn't matter if you if they're apprentices it doesn't matter if they're just people that I work with but like having that network and being able to talk with them has been like one of my favorite parts and I think that's really made my experience that much better because I can be honest with people I can just message someone just be like even though it's virtual time just like hey do you want to have a virtual coffee yeah or like just catch up and you know that's I think that's what's really made my experience really great just having that network Oh, that's good to hear. And I feel like that's been such a massive part of my apprenticeship experience as well. So it's great to hear you kind of shared that experience too. Um, and I guess just to finish off, like what's been your biggest takeaway from your apprenticeship and for anyone listening that is considering apprenticeship and maybe specifically at Deloitte as well, what's kind of a bit of advice that you would give to them? I'd say so from the perspective of if you're looking to apply to an apprenticeship or if you're looking into that process now try and get as much experience as you can on like onto your cv onto your linkedin anything like that and why i say that is that um the more experience you get whether that's in anything that can be work experience that could be volunteering that can be just a side project you did at school having that is going to give you so much to talk about when um you get to an interview phase or when you're speaking with someone in the company and that's going to be really impressive if you can just show kind of how um active you are kind of outside of your outside of your just general studies and that you're go you're willing to spend your time like developing your skills and if you are an apprentice or if you're like um basically already into an apprenticeship i'd say even though you're an apprentice like please speak your mind like you when i first joined i remember i was like thinking like oh my god i'm an apprentice i don't really know if people are gonna listen to me that much or maybe I might say something wrong but actually what I found is that a lot of senior management especially within Deloitte have been really open to hearing what I have to say and they've been really supportive of me kind of speaking my mind so yeah that's like two bits of advice from different perspectives I think yeah yeah and it's great to hear that as well for anyone interested in the company the the fact
fact that you feel that comfortable to ask those questions, to share your opinion, I think is so important at the early stages of a career. And it's what really kind of helps you grow professionally and personally. So it's really good to hear. Um, and a really nice note to finish off on, I guess. So thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really insightful and really interesting to hear about your journey. And it's one that I think is quite different to what I've heard so far. So thank you so much for sharing that experience. Great, thank you so much for having me, Molly. Of course. Well, thank you so much. And I hope it's been insightful for the listeners. Thanks, Harry. If you did enjoy the episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share with any friends or family that you think might find this useful. There are so many other episodes with incredible guests, so don't forget to check those out. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Your Future Forward, where we share loads of different career advice and tips to help you navigate this working world. Thanks again for listening to this episode, and I really hope you enjoyed it.